With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know and that's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studios. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to discuss day number four of NFL free agency with the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all of that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, what's going on, buddy? Ah, nothing. <laughs> Not, just nothing. Chris, I think that Daylight Savings Time just absolutely destroyed you. And granted, I have troubles with it at first, but I've never seen somebody who's just been so out of whack for like over a week. To be fair, it's, it's, it's Daylight Savings combined with a bunch of other stuff, like having to uh, be up super early in the morning earlier in the week to have my roof fixed and have to deal with loud banging noises that entire day. So that threw my entire sleep pattern off for the week and then even more so. But generally, I, uh, I only sleep in the winter because the sun goes down early enough that my body finally goes to sleep at a reasonable time. Once that daylight saving comes in the spring, uh, my body doesn't, doesn't recognize this, that the sun goes down You know when it does. It's just like, oh, no, maybe around 3 o'clock in the morning you go to sleep. So I'm making a little bit of an adjustment here, and I'm, my body's definitely not ready. Your body's also not ready to hear the news I'm about to give you, which is that Keanu Neal, who we said was a 50-50 shot to sign with the Jets yesterday, 
Well, it didn't go in their favor. He ended up going to the other team that had a 50-50 shot, the Dallas Cowboys. One year, $5 million. I just don't understand what happened here. How could they have not topped that offer? We know they have plenty of money. Ulbrich really likes him. They thought he'd be a perfect fit for the Will linebacker spot. And even if you want to say that the Cowboys are a better team right now and poised to win more quickly than the Jets... For Neil, it's got to be about the fit. It's got to be about where he can shine the most. And that would obviously be either Dallas or the Jets, which is why he narrowed his choices down to those two teams. So for people that are saying players just don't want to come to the Jets, if that was the case, Neil wouldn't have even considered the Jets. But he narrowed it down to those two teams because of Ulbrich and because of Dan Quinn. But what happened here? One year, $5 million? I just can't understand how you don't top that. If we're talking about a long-term deal, I get it. Joe Douglas doesn't want to break the bank, and I know that Neil has had injury issues. But if this is a player that Ulbrich and Salah really liked, it just seems like they should have been able to get something done if that was the final price that he signed for in Dallas. It's just, I, I don't know. This the whole narrative about any time the Jets miss somebody, it's just... They didn't do enough to get this guy. I, but it's just anytime they miss a player, the first place people go to is he didn't do enough. Well, okay, maybe he didn't do enough, but maybe he didn't want to do enough. I mean, there's always something more to it. and That's that's what happens with free agency. There's a million little things that go into each and every decision. I'll just guess on the Keanu Neal thing that maybe the Cowboys has something to do with him, uh, whether they're going to play him strictly at will or give him more uh, safety time maybe. Uh, like that that's one thing that could come into play here because mm-hmm. uh, he was a safety I don't know how he felt about switching uh, if where he wants to play so those types of things always come into it as well if he narrowed it down to those two teams there's a reason so clearly it wasn't just he didn't want to play for the Jets because if that was the case the Jets wouldn't have been in the final running here with the Cowboys the question that I have and I'm curious to find out more information about is what would cause him to pick the Cowboys at one year, $5 million over the Jets. I would assume that if the Jets really wanted him, they could have topped that offer. He still might have just preferred to go to the Cowboys, certainly. But if he had narrowed it down to those two teams, makes you think that it was probably close between both of them. So if the Jets would have offered a little bit more money, you would assume that that might have held some sway. So that's why I'm curious to hear what happened. I'm not saying that Joe Douglas is a failure because he didn't sign Keanu Neal, but I would like to know what it was that drove this. Keanu Neal's old teammate, though, is definitely sticking around, and it's funny because he was tweeting out old videos of himself with Keanu Neal. Of course, I'm talking about Marcus May. They played together in Florida. Made you think that maybe May knew something because this came out before the news was announced about Keanu Neal. Instead, Neal goes to the Cowboys. May stays on a franchise tag one year, $10.6 million. They have until the summer to get this worked out in June. If they don't get a long-term deal done, then May gets locked in one year, $10.6 million, and they can try to figure something out again at the end of the 2021 season. So nothing unexpected here, Chris. We'll see if they're able to get a long-term deal done between now and June. Yeah, with Marcus May, you know, his agent and uh, he obviously want to get a long-term deal done. The Jets would like to get a long-term deal done, but they're going to be reasonable in about this and not just, uh, you know, just like 
you've seen in free agency. He's Joe Douglas has a number. He's not going to go over. But, you know, I know fans are very hesitant about the long-term aspect with Marcus May. But, again, I must state two- to three-year deals. That's what we're talking about as long-term here. So if they do that, that's that's going to be fine. But I, my guess is that he's probably just going to end up playing, uh, playing this year out on the tag. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Longtime jet Jordan Jenkins signs a contract to go to the Houston Texans and thus ends the last remaining member of the 2016 and 2015 draft classes. And Chris, real quickly, man, this is depressing. I was going through this with you before we started recording. I laughed, but I also felt like I wanted to cry. Listen to this. This is Mike McCagnon's 2015 and 2016 draft classes. And bear in mind, 2017 and 2018 were not all that good either. But here you go. Leonard Williams, he fell right into his lap. We know that. Leonard Williams was not even supposed to be available at six. And at that point, Mike McCagnon had no choice. Devin Smith, Lorenzo Malden, Bryce Petty, Jarvis Harrison, Deion Simon. Yikes. And the 2016 class where Jenkins was drafted, Darren Lee, who was a really bad starter, Christian Hackenberg, who never saw the field, Jenkins, who was an okay starter, decent value, I guess, for the third round, Justin Burris, who never did much here and then went on to be a decent player somewhere else, Brandon Shell, who was, and I'm being charitable here, a below-average starter at tackle, was okay at points for Seattle last year, but he really wasn't very good here. Lachlan Edwards, a below-average punter, and Sharon Peak, who is an okay special teamer. So that, 
ladies and gentlemen, is a big part of the reason why the Jets are where they are, because that was generally how Mike McCagnin drafted. And so Jordan Jenkins, who always conducted himself with class and was a solid player, moves on to the Houston Texans. As much as I did like Jenkins, it really is sad that he sort of became emblematic of how bad things were during the Mike McCagnin years because he's somebody that people celebrated as this great value when in reality he was just mediocre value. It's just that the Jets generally didn't even get mediocre value in the draft, so he got pumped up to a level that he probably shouldn't have been with Jets fans in particular, but now he moves on to Houston. Good luck to him there. I really hope that things work out for him, but like I said yesterday, if there's one team I wouldn't want to be playing for right now if I had options in the NFL, it's the Houston Texans. Yeah. Uh, Man, do I feel bad for Jordan Jenkins right now. Jordan Jenkins was great in the locker room talking to us with us, and Mm -hmm. now my immediate reaction is to be happy that he is free of here. And he's going to Houston <laughs> with Jack Easterby's team. Like, uh, yeah, I, that's that's just focus on that part because, man, uh, he, that's you need a lot of money to go convince me to go sign up and play for that Houston Texans team. Jesus, uh, that's that's rough for him, but you know. Yeah, you just those. He is a good like example, highlight, symbol, whatever you want to say, of just how bad and inept uh, those McCagnan drafts were, and that's why you're seeing this team in the shape that it's in, and why uh, everything has to be gone at about at a certain way, and there's they have you know so many obstacles in front of them. It's because McCagnin was terrible, and before him, Idzik was bad, and before him, Tannenbaum was bad, and it's just, there's so long, so much time of just pure ineptitude that has to be wiped out and corrected before anything can, like, really build any momentum going forward. The other bit of news that doesn't really involve the New York Jets, but it kind of did because people were hoping that this player might end up with the Jets, or at least I certainly was, Kyle Fuller. Nobody wanted to trade for him from the Bears, and so they released him. And within minutes, he signed with the Broncos. That was the place everybody expected him to go because of the Fangio connection. He was due to make $14 million this year if he had stayed in Chicago. Instead, he signs with Denver. One year, $9.5 million. Makes a lot of sense because he's a perfect fit in that Fangio defense. Had the best seasons of his career with Fangio there in Chicago. So it's a seamless transition there. Good move for Denver, although I'm sad that the Jets didn't end up getting him. However, Steven Nelson looks like he's going to be out there any minute now because if the Steelers can't trade him, they're going to have to release him. And if they weren't able to get Kyle Fuller, the Jets absolutely should be in on Steven Nelson because as I was saying to you before we started recording, Chris... The idea of the Jets going into the 2021 season with their best corner as a guy that started seven games after having a terrible injury his last year in college and coming off injured reserve, having nobody else worthwhile at corner, and then maybe, maybe being able to get lucky in the draft and get a guy that could compete for a starting job year one is not a good idea. They've got to get somebody who's an established quality starter And if Nelson shakes loose, which it looks like he's going to, 
that's the guy that they really need to pursue. So they don't get Kyle Fuller. He goes to Denver. Great fit there for everybody involved. But I think the Jets absolutely have to strike on Nelson when he shakes free. Yeah, it'd certainly be nice. Um, it's definitely something they need to try to do. Uh, that position needs to be upgraded. Uh, you know, they've had so many holes. They weren't going to be able to fill everything, all, especially all not just one offseason, but just in free agency. Um, but it's just uh, a, like a peace of mind thing really going in here. Like, especially mm-hmm. Steven, we're, we're talking about Steven Nelson here. We're not talking about prime Revis, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whether he's your number one corner or, or not, like what difference is that really going to make it in a, throughout a season? But just to have a peace of mind to be like, all right, we at least have this one guy and then we can move on to think and we we feel pretty good about this Bryce Hall kid. Mm -hmm. And then that that'll just give you a peace of mind to go into the draft and then to look to be able to add from there. That that's really what you're looking at here. That's what you're hoping for when you're trying to be like, all right, we need to sign Steven Nelson at this point. But it would go a long way to ease in that mind and to, to help you in, in that situation. Because, again, it's not like Steven Nelson is a difference between, you know, a five-game difference of wins uh, on the season. But it, just to have that peace of mind that you don't have to force it as early in the draft, you can be a little more flexible. You, they sh- really need to try to get someone like him. What it does, Chris, is it alleviates the desperation that the Jets would have entering the draft and having to keep their fingers crossed to see who gets released after the draft. You get Nelson and you've got yourself a quality starter, as you said, if they feel good about Bryce Hall. Now you've got two outside corners that you're optimistic about. You can go into the draft, maybe get somebody in the mid-rounds. Then if somebody does shake free, you can go ahead and get that guy put him in the mix and you don't have to go into the draft feeling like if you don't land a corner in round one or round two you're completely screwed that's really what Nelson does as you said peace of mind and with Nelson potentially being available and Fuller off the board and now Xavier Rhodes off the board who goes back to the Colts on a one-year deal it just makes too much sense to me so we'll see what happens here gotta imagine though that they're gonna do something at corner because there's no way especially Robert Sala knowing what he knows about defense that he and Ulbrich can look at this cornerback room and not think they've got to do something as we continue around the league the other New York team made a big splash today the New York Giants Four years, $72 million, could be worth up to 76 with incentives, $40 million guaranteed for Kenny Galladay. This was easily the biggest contract given out to a wide receiver if we're not counting the franchise tag for Chris Godwin and Allen Robinson as far as per year value. Galladay, no question, the top receiver on the market. Nobody knew exactly what he was going to get because we said this seemed to be a depressed market for wide receivers but not for Kenny Galladay. Galladay really hit it off, apparently, with Joe Judge. 
he really bought into what Judge was selling. Judge loved Galladay from a character perspective, and so the two sides were able to make things work after the extended visit yesterday. So I got to say, big move here for the Giants. It makes sense because Dave Gettleman's got to understand that if the Giants don't do something this year, he's getting fired, and Daniel Jones is going into a critical year three. We screamed about this last year with Sam Darnold that the Jets had to go out and do something at wide receiver. They didn't really do anything. All they did was go out and get Brashad Perriman, and then they drafted Mims in the second round, but you knew Mims wasn't going to be a star from day one the Giants know that if there's going to be any chance that Daniel Jones breaks out the way that say Josh Allen did in year number three they needed to give him as much help as they could and Galladay certainly qualifies in that category yeah and good good for Kenny too uh he he was looking to try to get around you know he wanted over 18 million it didn't look like he was going to get anywhere close the giants made him jump through a whole bunch of holes to get it but he got he got that 18 million so um yeah that's no i i don't think this was the best landing spot for him i still if he was confident betting on himself for injury i still would have suggested he go somewhere else for a year um but the point you brought up about how the Jets failed to get Darnold the weapons and the Giants are trying to do it, I think it's a little bit of a lost cause here uh, because of who they're trying to get the weapons for. But if you draft a quarterback high, you got to get them the weapons and you got to do stuff uh, around them. And so at least they're doing that. I just think it's bound to uh, fail spectacularly. I'm not a believer in Daniel Jones either, but then again, I wasn't a believer in Josh Allen, and that turned out in a way that I didn't expect. I don't think that Daniel Jones is going to be all that good, but if the Giants want any chance of him turning into something, they had to make a move like this. And quite frankly, even if Jones isn't the guy and they go ahead and draft somebody next year, it's not a bad thing to have Kenny Galladay on the roster. So either way, good move here for the Giants. As we check out the rest of the league, a couple of other moves to talk about. Former Jet Ode Abushi signs a one-year, $2 million deal. Versatile guard has had himself a decent career as a bit of a journeyman. Marcus Williams signed his franchise tag with the Saints in the exact same vein as Marcus May, so he sticks around there for at least a year if they can't come to a long-term deal. Laramie Tunsil helped out the Texans a little bit with the cap by restructuring his deal. I still don't know who they're going to be able to attract there that's going to be anything more than, as we said, somebody like Jordan Jenkins, who doesn't appear to have a ton of options. The Texans are a mess right now, and I would imagine that the top free agents are not even really looking their way. Let's answer a few questions here, Chris, before we go. We got a few inquiries about this, Chris, so let's take this one from Billy Oakley. He says, hey guys, I'm a little all over the place with available cap space for the Jets at the moment. At this point, is it feasible to sign Trey Turner and one of the cornerbacks and still have $12 million or so left over for the draft class? Thanks, fellas. Yeah, it is, depending on how much those guys get. The problem is, and and this is what I was saying as far as inquiries, Trey Turner is the one that we get asked about a lot. And I got to be honest, I have heard absolutely nothing about Trey Turner to anybody. There's no buzz whatsoever. I haven't heard anything about teams that are interested, visits, offers, nothing. This is really weird to me because he's 28 years old and he did go to five straight Pro Bowls. Now, last year he was hurt. And he wasn't as good, but you would think there'd be some interest, especially since this was a really bad market for interior offensive linemen. 
But what this tells me is there must be some sort of consensus among a lot of these teams that Turner is just completely damaged goods. Because if that wasn't the case, we'd at least be hearing some whisper right now, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Uh, but yeah, they've got plenty of money left to make all the signings that they would possibly want to make, especially by just, you know, um, paying more salary one year uh, and then bumping up the salary the next year on somebody else's contract, stacking the contracts like that. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, again, Trey Turner got traded from Carolina to the chargers last year. And then they immediately moved on from him. Uh, it did not work out well there. I, and it it was a weird situation when he got traded from Carolina too. And Mm -hmm. the fact that they went and they traded him for Russell Kuhn at his, uh, you know, where he was in his career everything about that trade was weird. And then he went on to not play well. That charges offensive line was just an absolute disaster. So, so, so there's something that we don't know, I think, uh, but he, he wasn't a high playing at a high level uh, and <laughs> was making a bit of money. So maybe that's just what it is. He's he wants more money and no one's going to go down or people just aren't even considering. I don't know. I don't know what the situation is there, but. Uh, just based on the trading and then the way he played last year, I can I can understand why there's not uh, a very uh, robust market for him. That's for sure. Next question comes in from El Gringo. He says, "Can we expect to see Alex Lewis cut in exchange for a new veteran guard? Also, any more rumors of trading C.J. Mosley?" So let's start with the first part of this. I'm sure the Jets would love to move on from Alex Lewis, but at the moment, I don't know that they can. I think maybe after the draft, but right now, all they have is Lewis Van Roten and Mr. Feeney, right? And Cam Clark is on the roster, but he hasn't played, so we don't really know what to expect from him either. You can't cut Alex Lewis, who wasn't all that good, but is still one of the two best guards on the team at the moment without knowing that you have a suitable replacement. So maybe they get somebody like Turner or somebody else in a trade or somebody shakes free or they get somebody they really like in the draft and that guy shows promise in the summer and they get real Lewis then. It's possible they could just cut bait with him and assume that worse comes to worse, they could start Mr. Feeney. I suppose that's possible, but for now... I think they'd have to get a replacement before they get Alex Lewis out of here. And then as far as Mosley, I know there were a lot of rumors about the trade, but A, I don't really know what you would get for him. B, they don't have anybody else at linebacker, so there's a desperate need. And C, if you trade him, you're only freeing up $6 million because the rest of it counts against your cap. So you put all that together and it just doesn't make any sense. You're not going to get a lot for him. You have nothing at the position. And you're not going to save that much in cap space. So I know there were rumors, but I don't see it happening unless some team really loves him and is willing to give up a quality pick, which I don't see happening after him being gone for two years. Yeah, with Alex Lewis, uh, you're right. It, I'm not going to be surprised at all if he's not on this roster come opening day, but uh, they need to add some more pieces before they can even feel comfortable doing that at that point. Uh, again, they're going to draft some guys. They will pick up some guys during training camp cuts and all that. 
with Mosley, yeah, I don't I don't see that happening. You know, when when that first popped up, I was like, okay, this is interesting. Uh just to pop up nowhere like this. But I man, there's just so many moving parts to it with the the dead money that he's owed. Um the fact that he hasn't played in two years, the fact that he's getting paid already uh, a re- really high cap number and a high contract with uh, for inside linebacker at his age and not playing edges who would want to trade for him. Because my first thought was, all right, well, what are we talking about trade-wise? If we're talking mid to late round picks, just stop talking now. We're not even entertaining this. You're going to start offering high enough draft picks. I'm going to start to entertain it uh, and think about it, but then how do we make it work with dead money and then everything else? It just – I don't know how it got out there, what caused it to pop and get out there. But there just seems to be way too many hurdles for this for something like that to get done. Chris Nimbley, the very big deal covering the Jets for JetsInsider.com. You can also follow him on Twitter at CNimbley and at Jets Insider. And make sure you're checking out all the great work over at PlayLikeAJet.com. We've had you covered with all the latest news going on during free agency. Plus, we've got an article that I wrote about why the Jets need to be in on a quarterback. Luke Grant's got one up about how Joe Douglas's approach right now will actually play very well if they draft a quarterback in the draft this April because it will give them an advantage spending-wise in years two and three of the rookie deal. A ton more up there, too. We'll continue to give you wall-to-wall coverage of free agency. And our YouTube channel is fully functional. Play Like a Jet Live with Luke Grant and Clayton Smarslock debuted this past week, as did Kayla Pace's Pace's Playbook. You can get that plus film breakdowns, classic Play Like a Jet clips, and so much more over on our YouTube channel. So go ahead and subscribe today. And if you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you can go ahead and do that for us would be quite grateful for the latest and greatest in the New York Jets podcast you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com step into the world of power loyalty and luck I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.